Welcome, friends. I'm Sarah Ann Stewart, and this is the Awesome Inside Out Podcast. Now, I'm not sure how you ended up here today, but I want to welcome you with open arms. Because while our paths may be different, I'm going to take a wild guess that we share one common desire to have a deeply fulfilling, extraordinary life in a body that we love. A life free of diets, free from guilt, and free from shame. In each episode, we're going to dive deep into mindset shifts that give you the power to decide how you feel, not the media, not your past, and not social conditioning. Then you'll discover how to use this inspiration and this new sense of confidence to be the best you, the you that you are meant to be. So get ready, my friend. It is time to get awesome inside out. Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to another solo episode on the Awesome Inside Out podcast. If you enjoy today's content, the absolute best way that you can always support is by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, or sharing on social media or with the people that you love. This is really about us all coming together and creating a movement to create a happier, healthier world. So it would mean the world to me for others who have access to this powerful content. So thank you so much in advance. And so today we're diving into the final episode on the podcast for 2020. I'm your host, Sarah Ann Stewart, and I am so grateful that you are here with me today, the last day of this truly unforgettable year that has demanded so much from all of us. So 2020, 2020 is all I need to say, right? To ignite so many feelings in us. And because this year has brought so many opportunities to wake up and become conscious of what needs to shift, I want to encourage you to let go of any beliefs surrounding that this year was a wash. I keep hearing from so many people, I'm so excited that this year is almost over or this year can easily be forgotten or I can't wait to start with a clean slate. And although there certainly has been an idea and the story that has been embedded deeply into our society and our culture, it's actually impossible to start with a clean slate because as humans, we are this accumulation of our thoughts, feelings, experiences, and everything that has happened to us since the time we were born. And so I encourage you to let go of these traditional thoughts and beliefs that a clean slate would wash away this year and we can just put it behind us. And so what if we didn't hope for a clean slate in 2021? What if instead we hope to embody new ways in which we can relate to 2020 and recognize the inner healing that has transpired, which has allowed us to move forward into 21 stronger than ever before. And so to deep dive into what this year has meant for so many of us. I found myself reflecting on a quote I saw on Gary V's Instagram, which said, don't curse the year that woke us up. And so I encourage you to not forget this year. And even though the human mind so easily forgets, which is a coping mechanism, I believe more than ever, it's important to honor this year. And in that honoring, I believe that it's important to take a moment to look back before we move forward, which is contradictory to what most of us have done in the past on New Year's Eve. Most often on the last day of the year, we would be looking forward, setting intentions and preparing for what is to come. But this year, I feel specifically at this time in history, we have a very unique opportunity to have a very different experience. 
I believe we have an opportunity to be in the witness of what this year has meant and how it has changed us. And so I encourage you to honor the journey by taking time to extend your gaze backwards towards all you've achieved, towards all you've overcome, to all that you have made it through. And again, although this is contradictory to what most often I teach, which is to come back to the present, I also recognize that we can't appreciate or find gratitude for this moment, for where we are right now, if we don't take a minute to look back. And so I encourage you to take time today before this year is over to deeply honor the last 365 days. Scan through those days. Breathe through the remembrance of what this year has been. Be with this year. The memories, the blessings, the gratitude for what you have experienced. And then take some time before the year's end to spend it in silence and to do the opposite and to mourn this year all the grief, the pain, the confusion, the sadness, and the heartbreak. Because when we do this, we empower ourselves. We recognize our strength. We embody the truths of these awakenings that we've had and the lessons that we've learned. We can witness ourselves as humans and by sending ourselves gratitude for how we have shown up for ourselves, for our families, for our community, we acknowledge our courageousness and we foster deeper resilience for our future. And so I believe both these feelings can coexist and they are not mutually exclusive. I deeply believe that if you are in the space of allowance, you can hold both regret and mourning for this year alongside profound gratitude and love for it. And although this might feel contradictory, by doing so, you can make space to heal because you're conscious of what you have experienced without avoiding it or moving on too quickly. Lastly, I encourage that you bring yourself into the presence. Honor where you are right now in this moment. This very moment that 2020 has brought you to. And bless this year for this powerful phase, chapter, or stage in your life that also we as humanity went through together. And although It was messy, painful, and had very unique experiences. I trust, and I encourage you to trust, that we were awakening to what needs to change for the greater good of all. More than ever before, 2020 has left me convinced that in every single day of every single year, specifically 2020, we've had this opportunity, and it's granted us with this portal into different healing experiences of awakening, and I offer the opportunity to trust in that which we often cannot see. I trust that you have found moments of intense beauty and joy throughout this year, and I trust that you can reflect on these and you will bring more of these experiences into your life in the future. And so I recommend reflecting and also carving out a short block of time before the ball drops tonight to write out your relationship to this year. Reflect on all it has taught you and go through these steps that I have shared. Also know that this reflection is somewhat just the beginning and we haven't had a lot of time to truly process all of what has happened. And so we're gonna need to awaken to the idea that this year was 
in some truthful ways, lost, different, unexpected, or hard. So there will be that residue of this year that trickles into the next that we'll need to clear away in order to fully embrace the next year. And so further, I encourage you to acknowledge if right now where you are, if in this moment you need some support or help or what feels in alignment to have a strong foundation going into 2021. What do you feel intuitively that you need to do to feel confident and empowered waking up tomorrow? What can you put into place from your learnings of 2020 to, again, empower you in 2021? And so as we move into this next year, I would love to share a couple of things that I've learned in 2020. And so I encourage you to jot down what resonates with you so that you can refer back to it in the coming months. I trust that these mindset shifts are going to help you and remind you of how powerful this year has been. And I also want to remind you that we are all unique and our situations are all very different and very. So take what feels right and leave what doesn't. And so the first mindset shift and what became very noticeable to me was how many of us were waiting for the pandemic to be over in order to feel good again. In other words, there was a collective belief for so many that happiness and joy could exist again after this was all over and that life would be lived again and fully expressed after we went back to the way life was before we went into lockdown. And so for the first few months of the pandemic, so many of us were in that frustrated, angry, hardship energy and in the constant state of, well, I'm going to stay in these emotions until the world goes back to normal. And so many of us spoke of this idea, right? And we fell into this trap of the one month, the two month, the three months that continued to go by, recognizing that things were not going back to normal as quickly as we thought. And so although it was hard, uncertain, and challenging for so many of us, this lesson of delayed happiness is really one that we can all learn from. And I believe it did wake us up during this pandemic. And so this delay of joy and happiness is a learned belief. And this time in history is really this crash course in having to go within and dismantle the I'll wait until belief system that so many of us have learned. If you're having trouble following, think of it this way. It's similar to waiting to feel happy or accomplished until we fit into our skinny jeans, move away from our hometown, maybe graduate from college, find our soulmate, have that baby, land that dream job, or have enough money to retire. But what about the time in between those accomplishments? What about the time that, again, we were sitting at home waiting until the world gave us permission to live again? And the pandemic really taught us of what it means to live in the present moment with the best that life has to offer right now, not in the future. And so the world collectively spent so much time watching the news, inserting themselves in Facebook debates, chatting with friends about everything that's wrong and bad. And so I trust that if you are here, you too, through this past year, have learned how to consciously invite yourself back to yourself and to not perpetuate this cycle of negativity and then waiting. Specifically, this year has taught me how to not look forward to waiting for the gift of tomorrow 
or delaying the gift of today, but instead going within to discover how I can be happy now with what is in front of me. And that takes inquiry. It takes us becoming curious. How can I feel joy, happiness, love, excitement in the middle of what's showing up externally? How can I live every day in gratitude, even in the hardship? And how can I embrace inner stillness, presence, and love without avoiding the truth of what's happening externally, but again, bringing it back to me? And so we have no clue what 2021 will bring. And never in a million years could I have predicted a pandemic in 2020. And so I just want to remind you, as I remind myself daily, now through the lessons of 2020, that life is now. And I invite you, as life hopefully resumes some semblance of normalcy, to embrace this mindset as we must do the inner work to heal the part of ourselves that we carry forward, the belief that happiness can't be in the now. And it can only exist when things externally are different. And so I encourage you to get curious on this mindset shift and really recognize maybe how you've taken on this belief in 2020 and how you can shift this for 2021. And similarly, another lesson I've recognized from this year is the trickery of the mind, specifically thinking that we have plenty of time, which is one of the greatest lies that we tell ourselves. And so when our life was stopped like it did this year, we had the opportunity to recognize actually how short our life is and how precious these experiences are that were taken away from us and how every day is a blessing. I've discovered over the years that most of us just continuously wait to actually live our lives. And I think this year specifically woke us up to this truth. And so I found that we do this. We wait for two specific reasons. We either sit around waiting and wishing for the world to change, thinking that once it does, we can then be happy And we can do the things that we deeply, deeply are called to do. Or we can push ourselves really, really hard. Always seeking to do more, have more, create more, and be more. But when we look back on our lives, we wonder how life could pass us by so quickly. The problem with both of these scenarios is that it often leads us to constantly waiting and seeking for more before we can truly become present and in love with life now. And then we're in the belief that the life we want is out there versus loving the life that we're currently in. And so recently, this has been a huge discussion for my husband and I, as we often find ourselves in the second category. We've had some recent conversations about our addiction to the push, the growth, the impact, and our desire to keep building, whether it's our businesses, community, charity, doing everything to leave this world a better place for our children. But then the question becomes, when should we slow down and stop, even just for a day, a week, or a month, to savor life in the now? And then how do we let go and enjoy the intricacies and the fabric of our lives? Like really stop, slow down, and enjoy the precious little moments in the present moment. And so it's a question that we haven't figured out completely yet. But what we do know is that it starts with the little things. And what's beautiful is that's what this year has brought us back to. Like figuring out how to change the dinner conversation from what needs to change to how we can be grateful in this present moment for what is here in front of us. 
It's been about blasting the dance music and jumping on our bed before we go to bed or shutting the computer and staring out the window at the sunset for a few minutes. And so every day since the pandemic began, we've been trying to reclaim these moments of play and dance and that sparkling, joyful life that exists when you settle into the presence and when you let go of the push. And in this time, I believe that you can find that intersection of growth, creation, and impact with the joy for your life. And I believe that the pandemic brought us into the present moment and has allowed us to slow down and experience these intricacies and delicacies of life again that for so many years, so many of us, including myself, have overlooked. And so the second really powerful lesson that I learned this year was about my own personal energy, how I show up, how I'm conscious of how I share that energy with other people around me and how it impacts them. And so I recently had a conversation with my life coach, David Waldes, and I want to expand a little bit more on what we talked about. So what we often struggle to remember as humans is that we are always contagious to what we're bringing into another person's life, environment, or world. So if you're a bit confused, stay with me for a second. So our thoughts and our attitudes, essentially the way that we show up in the world, are contagious to those around us. That includes our negativity, our fear, our guilt, or our judgment. But it also includes, really beautifully, our optimism, our joy, our hope, our happiness, and our love. And so right now, I believe that we are in this pivotal time in history, and we're being asked to choose the momentum and energy that we want to see moving forward. And so research shows that individuals right now more than ever want to be part of something bigger than themselves. But sadly, most people don't want to check in with themselves or their inner truth before jumping on board. So instead, they just follow the pack mentality blindly. So most just want to be part of something where they feel accepted and motivated, whether that's driven by fear or driven by love. And so then the question becomes, if I truly have an impact on those around me, what am I asking them to engage with me in? What am I asking them to meet me in? And so this year has made me recognize that as we continue to isolate ourselves because we're not out of some of the lockdown yet, more important than ever, it is to strengthen our bond with one another heart to heart through optimism and positivity and how important it is to be centered, connected to our own truth while also being responsible for our contagious attitudes, our emotions, the stories that we share, the beliefs that we hold on to. And so I also have come to understand how doing the inner work allows us to manage the energy of those around us from a grounded place. And so even the most subtle energy or comment can completely change someone's day and how they impact other people moving forward. And so if we focus instead on spreading joy, happiness, love, hope, inspiration, creativity, laughter, play, health, and well-being, while the momentum towards all of that goodness and love in the world would change. It's really an inside out job and it's our job. 
because fear is real and I personally felt it throughout this last year almost daily. But this year has taught me to rethink the energy that I'm spreading in every moment and when I'm not grounded in positivity and love. And more specifically, to not spread fear to those who might not be able to hold space for me or have the tools to manage my experience because it is not their responsibility to manage my fear. Because when we engage in fear, yes, we may feel validated, but we loop the other person into our negative consciousness. And it's important to remember what we are perpetuating and how it's shifting both our energetic state and the energetic states of those who are around us. And so again, this doesn't mean that we ignore what's showing up in the world or what is truthful, or it doesn't mean that we don't allow ourselves to feel the emotional reaction to things or feel what's true for us. But it does mean that it is important to often not bring others into that fear state so that we feel safe. It means getting the appropriate help and being with those who can hold space when you're going through those fear states. Yes, this takes courage, but as we engage in less fear with other people around us and bring them in to that experience that we're having, I truly believe that social media will begin to change. Mainstream media will begin to change and how we engage with others moving forward in 2021 will also change for the better. The third mindset shift and lesson that I learned from 2020, which I believe we can take forward with us in 2021, was specifically to forgive myself and move forward. This lesson directly relates to my health and neglecting many aspects of my well-being this year. And so I've also heard from many of you that 2020 was a difficult year to take care of your health. And so it's ironic, right? Because despite all of the vitamin D and the vitamin C that so many of us were taking, emotional and mental blocks impacted so many of us. And now so many of us are facing the shame, the guilt, and this energy of sadness about this year. And so I want to share some powerful ways to reframe this because you have done an amazing job. And so it's important to let go of anything that you have or haven't done to maintain your health. Also, it's important to trust that your body is resilient and it is here for you. And instead of feeling that your body has failed you, an empowering step can be stepping into gratitude for all that it has done for you this year. Further, this year has taught us that forgiveness and letting go is so incredibly powerful. It's more powerful than actually feeling bad about ourselves and actually shifts how we relate to ourselves moving forward. And so I encourage you to let go of any ways, again, that you didn't show up for yourself because you did enough. And if you're in the desire to lose weight or become healthier, I would love to share a quick story of my journey with weight gain this year. And so although I didn't weigh myself specifically during quarantine, I know I gained a significant amount of weight at the beginning of lockdown. My body did change. I didn't take as good a care of it as I would have hoped. And hearing the same for many of you, I invite you as I did to learn to forgive. I had to forgive myself. I did the best that I could 
and I trust that you did the best that you could. And so this year, I had to find that deep courage to work on myself and practice this inner work. I had to look at what shadows I was hiding behind and what parts of myself truly needed to be healed. And so, so many believe that optimal health is on the other side of that job, the career, the relationship, or 2020. But I've witnessed how the habits that we have when we're in that job or when we're in that career or the relationship or even this year just gets transferred to the next and the next. And so for myself, I had to start embracing the belief that it can be now. Wellness can be now. Health can be now. It can be today. And it happens by cultivating self-love first, by offering myself forgiveness. And then making that choice to feel empowered in this moment, not waiting till 2021. And so for me, I had to confront so many wounding patterns that were on auto loop for so many years. And the beautiful thing was this year really allowed me to see a lot of shadows that I wasn't able to see before. And the beautiful part was that I shifted my relationship to losing weight. And I didn't feel bad about my desire to lose it or nor did I want to lose it for the wrong reasons. I recognized that it was impacting my focus, my energy, and my health. Throughout this year, I also deeply accepted that wanting to lose weight didn't make me a bad person, nor did it mean that I didn't love my body. And that wanting to lose weight was a choice because I knew deep down within me within my intuition, that it would make me feel better physically, energetically, emotionally. And that choice didn't mean that I didn't love, honor, respect my body when it was the size that it was or when I wanted to change that size. And so culturally, right now more than ever, I see that so many of us are struggling with these feelings of guilt, that if We want to change our bodies. Somehow that means that we don't love ourselves as we are right now. And so here's the thing. Losing weight for some individuals can be an act of self-love. And maybe this is a bit triggering to hear. So I just want to offer again this mindset shift. Often we desire losing weight because we are in the belief that we have to change our bodies to feel worthy or to be worthy of the partner that dream job, or that abundance. But today I can confidently say I have proudly healed that part of myself that used my body as a crutch to not stand in my power and live a more joyful, fulfilled life. And I no longer use the fluctuating scale to determine my daily self-worth. And so for me, it was this beautiful lesson in witnessing that weight loss to me during this time meant that I deeply loved myself and I had a desire to get stronger and healthier. And so simply put, and the point I really want to drive home is that only you know the motivation behind your body goals, not someone on social media that you don't know or a random expert who tells you you should look a certain way or be a certain size. And so I want you to empower to connect to this truth and this lesson from this year. Additionally, what I recognized too was that my habits of eating clean, moving, self-care, mindfulness, and meditation 
is what strengthened my resilience to manage stressful times with more ease and calm. And that's a really beautiful, powerful lesson of 2021. Our habits of eating clean, moving, self-care, mindfulness, meditation, going within is actually what strengthens our resilience to manage what's showing up externally in our life. And so today I want to give you permission to take actionable steps to cultivate a healthier you right now. Not when the pandemic is over, not when things finally settle, not when you finally get that promotion, not when you finally meet your partner and move into your dream house. I want to empower you to take the steps right now to look back on this year and recognize how you feel in your body today and what would feel appropriate to move forward in doing so that you can look back on the next year feeling strong and empowered in your body. And if you want to lose weight from an empowered place, that's amazing. If you want to stay where you are from an empowered place, that's amazing. You have it within yourself to do this powerful work and make the choice that's best for you right now. And so simply put, this year has really taught me the lesson of forgiveness and how through forgiveness, we can become empowered specifically around our health. For months during the pandemic, although I was boosting my immune system, I fell short on caring for my body in ways that I had done before the pandemic started. However, through letting myself witness that I was doing the best that I could and none of it was intentional or meant to hurt my body, I was able to let go of this experience and pick up the pieces where I left off feeling even more empowered than before. And so instead of these New Year's resolutions, I urge you to make your goal this year around your health really simple. Focus on feeling alive in your body. Focus on creating happiness and joy. Focus on sustainable well-being. Let go and forgive yourself from anything that happened in 2020. Embrace kindness and acceptance towards yourself and begin to connect within to your heart and how you can live from this place of self-love and make decisions from this energy for sustainable well-being. And so starting a new diet or going on a rigorous protocol, I encourage you to skip those this year. Instead, think about how you can set boundaries for your schedule. How can you offer yourself time to do nothing, to simply sit with yourself and soak up the present moment of your life? How can you let go of the hustle, hustle, hustle mentality and practice more self-care in 2021? And most specifically, I encourage you in 2021 just to go within. Go within daily and become empowered to make the choices that are best for you. And so the next lesson from this year was a reminder to me that although sometimes we feel trapped, we actually aren't ever really stuck. And so the secret to consciously creating positive change in our life is remembering that although we might physically feel stuck in our experience, our minds are not stuck. And so this might sound a bit confusing and you might be wondering what I mean by this. And so although we may have been stuck in our homes, our minds weren't stuck. And so what I recognized during this pandemic is that I was held in place by the limitations that I clung to. 
which didn't mean that I had to accept what was showing up or present to me. So instead, it meant remembering that I could grow and evolve and do the inner work while being at home. And so no matter what your mind might want you to believe right now, when you step into the belief that you're not stuck, you allow yourself to explore the possibilities awaiting for you on the other side of this belief. Because in 2020, we were asked to define a new normal. And what the new normal taught us was that we got to dream up new ways of being. And by letting go of parts of our old life, we got to start paving a new path for ourselves, for our family, for our health, our mindset, and the planet. We also got to recognize that there is content available to help us pivot and online resources that are vast and that are endless and free. There's so much opportunity to be in growth. Even when we are physically stuck, we can keep expanding our minds. And although everyone keeps asking me, should I be dreaming? Should I be planning? What if I am disappointed? My answer always remains the same. Dream. Optimism is the best gift that we can give ourselves. Embody hope, faith, and trust. Practice visualization and believe deeply that a healthier, happier, more peaceful, more abundant you and planet always exists. And usually it's just one mindset shift away. And so this year, personally, I have learned more than ever that suffering is very much often self-inflicted by the mind. But I've also learned that the mind is vast and can be expansive. And there's so much opportunity for growth and evolution when we allow ourselves to have that experience. It is in the trust in ourselves and in the magic of the universe that beautiful opportunities come forward. And I trust that there is a wild, completely unfathomable plan that we can't always see, which actually allows us to expand in our awareness, consciousness, and how we see the world. And so finally, before we close out this podcast, I want to share one of the most memorable stories from 2020. And so at the very beginning of the pandemic, I got into a pretty crazy rollerblading accident. It was one of those accidents where there was simply no preventing it. One minute I was gliding along, enjoying the breeze, and the next I was face down on the cement being carried to the ER. I walked away with multiple fractures in both arms and a serious concussion. But the good news is my arms are healing and I'm slowly healing from the concussion. And although going to the ER during a global pandemic wasn't on my bucket list ever, I learned so much from this experience. The experience reminded me of what one of my healers often says, which is often something must break or crack to let the light in. In other words, pain is often the portal for us to heal deeper parts of ourselves the parts we neglect, the parts we turn away from, or the parts we leave in the shadows. Pain is often what is needed to upgrade us energetically, to help us become more aware, more in tune, and more conscious. While sitting in the hospital, I made a choice to trust and believe that this accident happened for my highest good, and that it was meant to wake me up to my next level of growth. Over those several months of healing, the light certainly came in. And I discovered so many aspects of myself that needed healing and attention. In many ways, I think we can look at 2020 in the same way. 
It's been a difficult year. We've seen so many awful, tragic things happen, and I've heard from so many of you about your own personal challenges. I personally have had one of the hardest years of my life. A few things that I can share is that three of my family members had to file bankruptcy. I had infertility issues. I lost my father-in-law, and I had to help another family member find his way out of addiction. This year is one for the books, but amongst the wreckage, light has poured in. We have been able to heal so many parts of ourselves. In so many ways, we have come together. We have refound ourselves centered, confident, empowered, and stronger than ever. We have built resilience and still found the joy and happiness. And I believe that we will continue to find that joy and happiness, which, as I mentioned before, can exist at the same time has the heartbreak. And as you move into 2021, I invite you to make peace with this past year and with the limitations of what this year has brought. Take a moment to accept and surrender. Forgive yourself for anything that still brings up guilt and shame for you. And then start to pay attention to what exists for you now, what is present for you now. And as you move forward, I hope that this podcast serves as a reminder that in spite of difficulties and challenges, joy and love can still exist. And so I'll end with Happy New Year. I cannot wait to continue to share this love and joy and blessings of this podcast in the coming year. And I cannot wait to continue to support you. As always, it's an honor and a pleasure to share this space and this time with you. And I just want to honor you for continuing to show up for your health and your well-being. Again, I'm sending you so much love, a massive virtual hug, and I'm looking forward to the new year ahead. All right, that concludes this cast. It is my honor to always be here with you, but hang tight because I have one last thought. You're here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feelings of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it, but you are here. You are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it today. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it, and share it with me. We are all in this together. Thank you for being here. You too can feel awesome from the inside out.